Fresco Show for December 18th, the week of Star Wars The Force Awakens. This is a show where we talk about Star Wars. Now, this is normally a show where this is our Fresco News podcast. We talk about the news, what's been going on, what we think is important. So this week, so this week, this week, well, if you, okay, and my phone needs to stop doing that buzzing. I'm sorry. Uh, guys? Hi, I'm Em. I'm Scott. And I'm Burn, and uh, it's a smaller show to this week. I keep on saying that. <laughs> I, I keep on saying that for no reason. Um, and we all let's start over. Is that good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can start over. Okay, awesome. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fresco Show for the week of December eighteenth, aka uh, the week Star Wars: The Force Awakens came came out. That's a weird sentence to say. It is a weird sentence. It comes out. I guess this Force Fork Fork. Well, I can't speak this week, so that's really bad for a show. Star Wars, the forkin. <laughs> the forkin awaken bacon. Uh, we also, we're going to talk about mainly Star Wars, go into some news of the week later, because that's what we normally do, but this is going to be a heavy, no-spoiler uh, Star Wars talk, and then we're going to do some spoiler chat at the end. Is that cool with everybody? And by that, everyone, I mean the two of us, the three of us, Scott. Scott, I'm Scott. Imogen? Yes, I'm okay with it. We are okay with spoiling things. Yes. Um, we're probably going to put that after the credit music, uh, so we'll do that. So we all went and saw Star Wars last night. We did. And we saw it like a... Oh, sorry, excuse me. No. <laughs> we saw it at like a 10 p.m. showing. Got there a couple hours early. There was a bit of a line. Nothing that bad. I think the line was uh, more of a product of people's excitement than of necessity. Oh, yeah, definitely. But people were very excited, so people I expected there excited. to be yeah. a long line. I don't know. We didn't really see any. We saw some guy in a Stormtrooper costume. But oh, like, he ran into a trash can. He hilarious. seemed like he was very... I, I watched him like take that. his helmet off at one point, and he was just like, I'm very hot in this costume. Like, it's very hot in this movie theater. And actually, in the theater, like where the, the movie was screening, it was fine. But the, out like, in the lobby. Out in the, was, yeah, was the lobby was... was just scorching. Not ideal wine um, waiting. Just like conditions. a really good way to get everyone to spend $5 <laughs> each on water. Um, <laughs> so we waited in line. And I think before we talk about the movie, we're going to talk about what we did in line. Because we all played Space Team, which is really fun. It's and hard. It's a really, Space really Team difficult is this game. Like, so it's this like iOS and Android game that came out uh, last year, I want to say. It might have been late 2013. Um... Where it's this, it's it's just a cooperative thing where you all work together, and so the the, the screen it's got some really cool UI stuff at the beginning uh, to kind of start it up. But the you're you're working together and kind of yelling at each other to save your ship and make sure you guys don't die. So there's this little ship icon that is moving towards the the end at the kind of top of the screen, and you have to do different tasks and hit little different buttons. So the, the display just kind of has like all these different buttons and switches and knobs and like and, and dials. Every player has a different and, set of controls for the space. Yeah, yeah. So every player has like from f- anywhere from like four to six or about little different uh, things. They change every level. Um, but then also every player has something to say and like a command that they have to give to someone else mm-hmm. for them to fix it. And it's all happening 
interchange it like at the same not interchangeably but at the same time simultaneously so that people are just yelling at each other to do different things but then you also have to be aware you have to be aware of like what you need to tell someone to do but you also have to be aware of what you're supposed to be doing um and so it just kind of leads to chaos and and there's on top of that there are asteroids and wormholes which require you to shake my team never made it that far no, your team was just <laughs> bad at that. Your team just didn't recognize what to do when there were asteroids. Because there are asteroids and wormholes in, like, the first level. There's an aster- there's a- there can be asteroids in, like, the second level. Uh, yeah, we second. only ever made it to the second level. We <laughs> never had any asteroids. Because, um, yeah. Yeah, good. and uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's, it's this weird thing where there's a good balance, too, because it's up to four players. And there's a good balance of, with two people, it's, like, really easy to communicate. But it's hard to get things done because you're doing less actions per, you know, minute, basically. Uh, and then with four people, you're doing a lot of things, but, you know, it gets increasingly more difficult. And we, uh, it's just, like, got a really good sense of what... I really just say we attracted a lot of attention from our, our neighbors in the line. And that's, like, kind of the point of it, and yeah. I'm glad we did it at Star Wars. But exactly. It's, uh, it's definitely the right crowd. They have a, there's a lot of good humor in there and, like, the, the kind of words they, they yeah, make the, the up different for instructions. all the different instructions are, are really funny. Yeah. Um, make plans. Stop yeah, yeah. panicking. Yeah, there's a good one that's just... someone has, alternative solutions. Someone has a button that's just, like, stop panicking. And yeah. so everyone really calmed down when I started yelling stop panicking. Uh, and then it gets to a certain point, if you get to a certain point, where there are just symbols, and you have to describe the symbols, and sometimes those symbols are words for other people, so it gets, it's, it's very much this game about communication. It's I don't know, difficult. I just wanted to talk about Space Team, because I a think lot of it's, fun. Check it's, it out. it's really cool. Uh, it's free on iOS and Android. So on to episode 4 plus 3. That's 7. But it, it really was the just like episode awakens. four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before getting into, I mean, it's it's really tough to talk about this movie without spoiling it because there is a lot. A lot of it is about the specifics. So what you got to do is you got to think about the plot to A New Hope and all the characters, mm-hmm. and cross them all out and write someone else's name over each name, and you have a Force Awakens. But that's like, like that's that's kind of reductive. But also, like, I, I agree with that, but those characters, I think, were all really great. And I of really course. loved all the new characters way more than I thought I would. Um, they, I mean, Oscar Isaac is, like, gives this really charismatic performance, and, and like, his arc is kind of predictable um, in certain... And I can't really get into that without saying anything about it, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's still... I, I think they all take on, like, hybrid roles of... Previous characters or yeah, archetypal it's like, characters. It's like this jumble of traits that was in the group, and they kind of reassembled. Exactly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, exactly. I wouldn't say it's a particularly original movie. Oh, not at all. But I, I also don't think that that was necessarily a requirement. For and that's not this really what JJ Abrams exactly. does either. No, Star Star Trek was the same way. Yeah, and that was also very. I mean, I really uh, enjoyed that first. I mean, the, this and I liked End of Darkness too. A lot of people weren't a fan, but yeah, I don't care about Star Trek. <laughs> Star Wars is uh, it's way more. Star important. Wars is different, um, objectively better. I could say <laughs> Star Wars is objectively better. Not, yeah, not I, to offend our Star Trek. Uh, I don't fans think out there. anyone likes Star Trek. I'm just gonna say that. no. I know. I, I know that's not like Star Trek. Yeah. And to those people, I apologize. That's. I mean, there's a lot more there, uh, at least content-wise. Um, but I mean, just the that. J.J. Abrams knows how to make an action movie at this point, and he knows how to make a sci-fi action movie, and he knows how to make one that's like has a good sense of pacing and just, like, actually, like, the first 30 minutes of this movie just kind of don't slow down and are pretty breathtaking. 
And you know the whole movie is breathtaking. The whole movie is super breath, and it's like visually beautiful and, and stuff. And you know, you know what I I really enjoyed about it was, um, the way the scope of the war, and like we already know things about this universe, obviously, but but in a New Hope you really didn't. And, and the way it kind of starts as a very personal story and kind of expands, and you kind of get to see it expand and and see the consequences of what's going on and how that has an impact on the rest of the galaxies. Um, that is something he really nailed because the first thirty minutes, for as much as I loved it, I was like, "Yeah, but 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 how, why does this matter?" And like, and they say like, you know, this is why everything matters in the grand scheme of everything. So, but, but you really don't see that until like halfway through the film, mm-hmm. and then it kind of changes things. Um, even even more broadly, in the sense of talking about the sense of scope mm-hmm. of the galaxy, um, I think one of the most effective lines that I heard was. Ray talking about how she'd never seen so much green on one planet. Yeah. And that was... Yeah, it definitely... um, This movie, I think, more than any of the others, uh, gave a sense of uh, the grander picture of the galaxy in which this this epic takes place. You know, the, the first six were very kind of isolated to a set of characters on a set of planets, and it doesn't really give you a lot of information... It doesn't flesh out the universe in which this is taking place, whereas this this new movie does a lot more of that, which I really appreciated. And I still feel like um, as the trilogy goes forward, it's gonna it's gonna seem more fresh because at the end we go to a place that doesn't look like any other place in Star Wars that we've seen before, but it still feels characteristically Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I really like that. And like I kind of wish that place had been another place. On the other side, one thing that doesn't feel characteristically Star Wars, there's okay. this one throwaway scene early on when we meet Han. Um, okay. Yeah, the first scene. I think we can talk about that later, but I agree with you. That yeah, it was felt, not... It felt kind of more like Alien. Yeah. Yeah, it, um, it was not... Like, I agree. Like it was, Disney Alien. Yeah, it was. A, uh, it was less uh, characteristic of the Star Wars franchise for sure, yeah. and it, it it did feel a little bit contrived. I don't even know if yeah, that was my problem with it. Was it was super? It was the most. It was the only you, scene of the film that I think I was like, oh, I you could, could have taken could, it out it, and it wouldn't have meant anything because to the it, plot. Yeah, it, it was, was totally it, disposable. It was meant to get to a moment of fan service, yeah, exactly. um, and I, which it did get to, and it's like that's great. But like, and I understand so they 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 tried to uh, tried to get a little bit of exposition in there with describing you know where where Han has been since mm-hmm. uh, the events of the last movie in the chronology, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I feel like it could have been How'd you pared f- down. I think yeah, I think. I think the last half of it should have gone. Um, I think that that was the mainly contrived part of it. I think studio has kind of just said we need to throw another action beat in there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt yeah. like that. Which was I'm, I'm I, I don't know. I'm glad you feel that way because I also felt yeah. That. But I mean that was kind of the, the weakest section. Yeah, I would say movie. that that was that was probably the even just like act. Uh, I would say like the second act is is weaker in general. But then like. The kind of climax of the second act is maybe my favorite. Well, not my favorite part, but it's up there. It's a good, it's a good battle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Is that what? How else do we feel? I like lightsabers. Lightsabers are cool. Um, I like the way they changed the uh, lightsabers. New sounds. Uh, new sound. Uh, a little bit more visual distinction between I, Sith. Indeed. I, mean, I, I really, in, I really in, noticed in the beam that. itself. The the yeah. Sith. 
the the oh I didn't the, even the notice Sith that. lightsaber like, was much more rough around the edges. It, it seems was like they tried crackly. to overclock their lightsaber. Exactly. Whereas like the the, the, the Jedi yeah. lightsaber had very okay. straight edges. I was, was gonna very, say don't say much about that lightsaber, but yeah, I, I um, won't get into okay. the the Jedi lightsaber. The 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 uh, light side of the Force lightsaber mm-hmm. was a lot more clean and and. Uh, Straight edges, whereas the uh, the Sith lightsaber was a lot more crackly and. I think there might be actually even more like lore reasons. But I'm we, sure we can get into that later of kind of hypothesizing about lore and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just full of these great and and this is kind of how I feel about it. I mean, aside from it being just like a really entertaining movie mm-hmm. that that just like has so many great you know and like the sound it sounds great. John Williams did a really good job, like mixing new stuff and reprising yeah. elements. Yeah. That's actually the one part of the film that's getting like the most flack is the soundtrack. Really? I thought it was great because I, I thought it was a really nice expansion of the original. Yeah. It was, it was, and it uses subtle, like a but... handful of themes, and it doesn't use some others. Yeah, um, because well, some of those characters. Yeah, I mean, for instance, like, like the, the Darth Vader march is is, is not, not in the movie because yep. Darth Vader is you know yeah. not in the movie exactly. <laughs> That's um, no. I, I thought the soundtrack was good. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. And just, I mean, it's visually stunning. Um, wait, what was I saying? <laughs> um, it details. Oh, just the yeah. There were there were an, there were just so many moments that were very clearly fan service, but not, mm-hmm. but in a way that felt justified to the story. And I think the structure really did help that because it like it it, it allowed it to to be that way without feeling. Kind of pandering at all, yeah. No, I mean, it was definitely a movie that knew where it was coming from, knew mm-hmm. what audience was going to like it, and and knew how to play to what that audience was looking for. And they yep. even they even knew that it would be seen as pandering in some degree. Like yep. we saw, we saw a comparison between two plot elements in one of the scenes later on. Yeah, a plot element that was present in A New Hope and a plot out. Pl- Plot element that was present in a Force Awakens, just oh like yeah, literally compared side by side. Yeah, but it makes sense because it would be. Yeah, but there was there was a little line slipped in that. Kind yeah, of no, I, I like that. I like that line a lot too. Um, and speaking of the dialogue, like some of it was a little, some of it was some a, was a little, little hammy, a little yeah. cheesy. But that's Star Wars, and it yeah. wasn't. It did. I would rather have it be that than be the the super serious. Uh, Bad political drama or bad yeah. romantic drama. That yeah, Star Wars is a little campy at heart. Yes. Yeah, and, it, and, and it like didn't, it, the the it nails that and exactly, and it didn't detract. I think from the from the movie. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really think it did either. I, and I don't think any of those movies have great screenplays. Empire yeah. aside, maybe, but even Empire isn't great uh, in terms of writing. But um, I think it's hurry. Get into the real discussion. Uh, some some things just happened. Scott, I want you to walk me through this one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I seem to care. Yeah. This was a, a big story that broke this afternoon. Uh, it's been happening for a couple days, but but some some big information this afternoon. Uh, and it has to deal with the ongoing presidential campaign. This time on the uh, the drama is on the Democratic side of things. Um, so. The DNC, the Democratic National Committee, uh, collects data on voters. And uh, there is data that is uh, communal to all of the campaigns, and then there's data that is uh, proprietary to each of the different campaigns. But it's all hosted on the same server, I guess, by uh, by a third-party vendor. Um, and that software that, that hosts that data was uh, compromised 
and some staffers from the Bernie Sanders campaign uh, went on and accessed proprietary proprietary data of the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, that they were not supposed to have access to, but did have access to because of a software problem. Um, and I guess we were, we were reading a minute ago that they, over a 40-minute period, conducted 25 specialized searches um, and then saved some of the information that they collected to the Bernie Sanders campaign uh, system. And what that data uh, contained was information on uh, voters, and the sensitive data was uh, was data that the Clinton campaign had collected from voters um, based on phone interviews um, as to how strong a voter support was for the Clinton campaign. So, for instance, uh, the Sanders campaign can look at that and say, if, if this voter is... If the Clinton campaign has rated this voter as someone who is not going to sway from Clinton no matter what, then the Sanders campaign is like, we're not going to spend our resources courting that voter. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas they see that, you know, other voters have been rated as uh, wavering and potentially not totally in the Clinton camp. The Sanders can, campaign can really focus its uh, its attention on those voters and try and recruit them to their campaign. So it does seem like it's some... Uh, some information that is uh, is pretty sensitive. Uh, the can the Sanders campaign definitely gain would gain a lot of advantage um, with access to this data uh, that they obviously should not have had access to. Um, and it's uh, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty big blow to the Sanders campaign. Um, just this afternoon, they announced that uh, the Sanders campaign announced that it's going to sue the DNC over the penalty that the DNC has imposed. I don't know if they, they've official. threatened to sue. Um, the DNC has revoked the Sanders campaign access to all of the data yeah, any for, of for, for the time being um, because they violated the uh, the proprietary, mm -hmm. proprietary data of the Sanders, or the Clinton campaign, sorry. Yeah. Um, and the Sanders campaign says that's unfair. They say that they feel that the DNC has been unfairly uh, backing the Clinton campaign, showing favoritism towards the Clinton campaign um, throughout the primary season. And so they are now threatening to sue the DNC for that. Uh, I believe they even alleged that the Clinton campaign had uh, gotten some data from the Sanders campaign a few months back. Yeah, yeah they said that the the article that, that we read said that uh, the Sanders campaign had lost some data. It didn't necessarily say that it went to the Clinton campaign, but they say some of their data had been compromised at some point earlier in the campaign. Um, so it's it's uh, it's an emerging situation for sure, but definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, I know at least one person from the Sanders campaign has been fired over this already, and I would not be surprised at all if, uh, if more disciplinary action... Yeah, there were at came. least three other staffers uh, confirmed to be involved who were working directly under that person who was yeah. fired. So they're... Yeah. Probably going to be on their ways out soon. Mm -hmm. Four staffers' uh, accounts were were involved in these twenty five searches. Um, so, six yeah. weeks to Iowa. This oh, is weeks to Iowa. the worst technicality. Yeah, I mean, this is. I don't know. It, it's, it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah I it's mean, dangerous. It's, what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would just like it to be resolved within like two weeks, so that whatever the result of primaries are, that's it's actually not too based on you know yeah. are not affected by this. But I mean, yeah. this is. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely was was not okay for the Sanders campaign to access this data, 
um, because it was it's data that the Clinton campaign has devoted a lot of resources to gathering, and you know they have exclusive rights. You know they have no obligation to share it with anyone, and um, it's legally protected. And so, uh, you know, the Sanders campaign definitely made some mistakes here. But uh, I, I, I'm kind of opposed to the idea of having proprietary information in public campaigns. I think, obviously, the Sanders campaign is in the wrong here because the law is such as it is. Um, but I hope that this case, if it ends up happening, um, the result is that it opens up a dialogue about information sharing um, because the collection of that information is highly dependent on how much money you have. And if, if we're going to be moving toward more transparent elections, public funding might be too big of a step, but public data could level the playing field just as much. That's true, but um, as you were saying earlier, um, you know, this this information that the Sanders campaign saw from the Clinton campaign definitely gives some indication of the Clinton campaign's strategy moving forward that, you know, that's... Yeah, it's, it's not so much what the data is, like what each individual score is, but rather if they have smaller points of data that contribute to that score, the Sanders campaign will know what classes of issues Hillary is going to be focusing on most. Yeah, I, I, it and just that, gives, That's what's most harmful to, to Hillary exactly. and most important in this breach. Yeah, it, it gives the Sanders campaign kind of uh, a leg up in that they kind of know where the Clinton campaign is going to be focusing mm -hmm. um, before that information is in the public. Yeah, account. I mean, it's... Um, it's a complicated scenario that shouldn't uh, inform what happens in six weeks in Iowa and moving yeah. forward. Voters should, it, should absolutely still vote on the issues and on the campaign that they feel is but most it, in line with but their it beliefs. Might, and that's kind of the state of, of media and, and what's going on um, uh, in, in other the debate. I am, while, we're, while we're on this in this realm, I think <laughs> it's important yeah, that so, you quickly go through the debate. This is the Republican debate. Yeah, so the Republican debate happened, Flipping and I just want to preface this because my tweets are still loading. Okay. Um, oh, with, yeah, we're doing some... I'm going to preface stuff. this with the fact that um, nothing that I say uh, matters, nothing that I'm about to say matters, because uh, Trump still has matters. a stranglehold on the campaign, and Cruz Somehow. is rising. And, yeah, Cruz and Rubio... Uh, you know, trends are, are continuing. Kind of um, so, yeah. Side note, uh, while, while Im is loading his, uh, his tweets, or her tweets, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Tweets. Do you want to say your Yeah, say your Oh, thing. I was just going to say the, the Democratic uh, debate is on Saturday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, I won't be traveling, but... <laughs> anyway, I just have been hearing buzz that uh, a lot of, at least the, the Sanders campaign and the O'Malley campaign are uh, not happy about the, uh, the weekend debate. Yeah, that's it's horrible. It's pretty horrible. Uh, no one's been watching them. So, I'm just going to tweet it kind of gibberish when I was watching the debate, and I'm going to try and reconstruct the events for you. Uh, 90s out today. So, yeah, 90s out today. Twitter.com slash imagenic, yeah. Um, so, we started with Ben Carson asking for a moment of silence, um, which lasted four seconds. <laughs> that's a moment. Um, because this was the national security debate, we got off, uh, started off talking about Paris. Um, we were talking about uh, people with ISIS flags on their phones. Uh, ISIS stickers, that was the thing that came up. Um, Jim Bush put down Trump a little bit, and then Trump handed shit off, as usual. Um, who is... Was it Rubio? Oh, it was Kasich. Kasich came Jim Webb 2.0. <laughs> 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 
He inspected the moderator, straightening him a chance to speak about 15 minutes in because he had been waiting for quite a while. Everyone else won't shut the fuck off. Thank you. Um, Granted, there was... Yeah, sorry. I I will say it seemed like a lot of the candidates did not get as much speaking time as some of the others. And honestly, I think it's about time. um, That is a good point, though. You know, there are so many candidates still, and some of them are polling such low numbers that... I feel like well, we've some... had like one major candidate drop out in the past few weeks. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, I mean, I I do, <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but I agree with Donald Trump on the uh, the point that I think it's time for some of the other candidates to start. Okay, so know, I have uh, I have three more points, and then I want okay. to move on to to spoiler Star Wars chat. Me too. Um, CNN debate coverage um, above their live stream online, it had uh, headlines right above, and. They will point up. They'll point out highlights of the debate to get people to you know get roped in and watch. But most of the time, it was just Trump colon two words. So the entire time, Trump's name was just dominating this page, which seemed kind of weird to me. Um, Kasich was practicing karate. He was you know chopping the air, talking about unity and action and stuff. Um, but the thing that really frustrated me um, is Carly Fiorina kind of got dismissed when she was starting to talk about the intricacies of bulk data collection and why that didn't work. Um, And the conversation sort of devolved at one point into um, Trump talking about how we want to, you know, section off the internet and penetrate the internet of the enemy. Um, And so much ignorance. (laughs) I just, I wanted so hard when they were talking about the internet. I don't know, does anyone ever, anyone else have thoughts on that? No, I just want to talk about Star Wars. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, go to Star Wars. Let's yeah. go to Star Wars. Um, yeah, just okay, well, actually, let's do plugs first and then go to Star Wars. Okay. Um, so, yep, yeah, I'm Burn. Uh, feel Burn, B-R-Y-N, on Twitter and Instagram, btgelbert.wordpress.com. I might review an album soon. I've been listening to The House here a lot, and they're a really fucking good emo band. Uh, Scott? Scott Mullen. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Mullen Effect, uh, M-U-L-L-E-N, and... Uh, website is uh, themullenaffect.wordpress.com uh, You already heard it, 90s out today. Follow me. Alright, and uh, follow Fresco, yeah, follow Fresco News on Twitter, Instagram, everything, uh, Tumblr, and also um, download the podcast, rate and review us, give us five stars on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud as well, and I think that's it. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Why did you have you keep that in? <laughs> All right. Uh, um, spoiler time. Spoiler time for first start. So my favorite spoiler. You know, wait, wait. If you haven't seen the movie yet, oh, get yeah. off now. Oh, yeah. Quit. Don't listen Stop. anymore. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. It's a really yes, fucking good go movie. See it. If you have seen it, Han Solo dies. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I thought it was hilarious. My I was fa- talking about fake spoilers in the line, <laughs> and that was the one example I came up with, and it happened. My, uh, my, I think my favorite small detail in that movie is uh, that scene, and, and he's talking to, to Kylo. And he's saying, um, and he, he, he just like calls him by his name and he says, Ben, and then whatever he yeah. says. And I'm like, that's really awesome. And it's like, I don't know, that's just like a really good callback to, you know, naming, naming your son after Ben Kenobi. And, and I don't know, it's just like, it's such a heartwarming moment right before like the most terror, like not terrifying, but the most like tragic. I, I do want to say, I, I yeah, had a get little specific. bit of an issue with the fact that Han and Leia seemed so okay with the their son being this awful evil Sith mm-hmm. Lord like they, they weren't like you know I understand well, he's that not like, him back, I don't think he is like, time to process it like he's yeah they've had years but but I also like 
it, it, it gives an interesting perspective of the character, and I think he was actually one of my favorite characters because, like, of the Skywalker in him, and, like, mm-hmm. he had that very interesting mix of, like, he, he is still, like, you know, Hanalea's son, but, but some of that comes from, from Vader and, and Anakin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, it, it, some of it maybe was a little contrived, but just, like, his rage was very reminiscent of Anakin yeah, and, like, no. Luke in Empire Strikes Back, and, like, mm-hmm. and if we can see him get to the point where both of those characters got in terms of, like, controlling themselves, he could be, he could be like, a force to reckon with. And, like, that brings up the point of, like, is he dead or not? And, and I, think, I think that um, the Skywalkeriness of Kylo is kind of why, or of Ben, is kind of why Han and Leia, where it would be an expo- explanation of why they weren't worried too much, because they, they knew that it was, there was a yeah. deep conflict inside of it. Yeah, they, and they knew that... They their son. They knew yeah. that, that, that the part of Kylo that is their son mm-hmm. is still there. Uh, you know, I just, I just thought that it, you know, I feel like they were a little bit soft on him. That, that's yeah. just the okay. way it came across um, to him. You know. I get that. Like, like they could have been like, oh, we want our son back, mm-hmm. but also, you know... He's done some pretty bad shit. He's done some bad things. You know, despite the fact that he died, I think it was a really important Do you think uh, he'll character. Die? Do you think he's dead? No, I mean, uh, oh, I mean oh, Hans. Hans, dead. Hans. Um, yeah, Hans. Dead. I think it's a really important character development for him. Oh yeah, because definitely. it shows another level of depth and you know vulnerability for Kylo. Yeah, for Han. I was. For Han. I was really. Ex- it does, and I and I like. I wasn't really sold on Harrison Ford's performance at once, but like eventually, he. I don't know. By the end of that movie, I was. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like. I, I expected that movie to end, um, like, the very last scene, to be, like, Kylo being resurrected in some way and, like, making him more Vader-y. I, I think that um, we're supposed to I don't think understand he's that he's alive. I think I we think are, too. Because the, the Supreme Leader tells yeah. the general, you know, come see me with Kylo. I think, you know, the, the plan's collapsing. It's it's possible that he's yeah. dead, but I think we're we're supposed to have taken and, away that and he they didn't, survived. They didn't make lightsabers not slice through people all the time for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. Um, you talked about... I Actually, I don't think a lightsaber ever sliced through a person, other than Han getting stabbed through. And, and like, you know... Sith at the beginning. No, 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 I'm talking about in this movie. Oh, The people no, who were never. wounded with lightsabers yeah. were never really... Yeah, uh, like, wait, it was, like, kind of these these burns and mm-hmm. scorch marks. It was, um, it was like, glancing. You were, saying your, you were saying your, like, favorite part or, like, detail was the, the way the First Order kept that, like... Um, the Empire Britishness. Yeah, yeah. It was all these. It was all these really insecure, like fidgety British guys who were just having cold sweats the whole movie, mm-hmm. and it was great because that's exactly what the Empire was like in A New Hope and yeah, The Empire uh-huh. Strikes Back. Yeah. Well, um, and and I, you know, the the, uh, the it was pretty obvious the connection between the uh, when the general was giving his speech to the First Order before they they uh, blew up the Republic planets, which. Lots of planets get destroyed it in this movie. Felt like two towers to me. Um, well, it was just that that speech he gave, <laughs> which is when, also, by extension, uh, uh, you know, an analogy for World it, War it II. Yeah, oh no, no, but that's what I was gonna say. That was very, very, very Hitler esque. I mean, yeah. the guy standing up there, screaming at this yeah. crowd, yeah. and he had the big red banners yeah. behind yeah. him, yeah. and it was yeah. yeah. Uh, there like, was no mistaking that. Uh, yeah, First and, Order, Third Reich. Yeah, yeah. a lot. I mean, a lot of token is is. Yeah, Hitler has to. True, true, true. Um, what was I? I was gonna say something. Oh, and just Kylo in general was the he. Oh, hold on. Theory about low-powered lightsabers. 
you can only slice through people like if you're really really strong and that sort of strength has to be summoned by the force that makes sense something like that yeah because it because in like for example the people like of... they are all very strong and in yeah. tune with the force and like mm-hmm. um ren doesn't really know what she, or kylo doesn't really know or ray doesn't really know what she's yeah, doing yeah kylo doesn't really kylo know what he's doing well, before well at this point i think the only jedi left in the galaxy is luke skywalker who yeah as you'll True. find out in the very first one. line, is 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 gone. He's yeah. not. Yeah. He's not in the. I uh, mean, you've seen the movie. If yeah. You've okay. Yeah. That's true. So, um, um, what I'm trying to say about Kylo is he's the only one who like justified his. They, the, he's the only one justified for his archetype of like, he is the Darth Vader figure because he is trying to be the Darth Vader figure. Yeah. And that always works for me. I don't know. I I really like that stuff. That was um, such a cool even, scene when she when Ray got inside of his head. Yeah, yeah, the, the and struggle like the between potential yeah. of Ray and she's a great character. I mean, she was great and you know a, a cool badass girl. Yeah, she's, and so it was always fun to see. As and a, just like the the dynamic between her and uh, Finn. Well, and, and as we were just dis- discussing before with uh, with these different character roles kind of being shuffled up yeah. and reassigned, um, Ray I, obviously you know she's taking on the role of. You know the, the the Jedi, the hope for the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the new Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, she's very obviously the new Han Solo. Yeah. Um, so it's Ooh. kind of well, you know, she's, it's, it's she's weird taking that... over the. She's going to be the pilot of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, Oh right, yeah, definitely. Bloody, definitely. You know, and, 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 and right... Poe is an X-wing pilot, which is more of the Luke pilot. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and Poe like takes that side, but then Poe also he kind also of at the beginning the it seems like Poe is going to be the Han Solo, yeah. but then he isn't. Uh-huh. And I mean, like. Poe's just so likable and, and cool, but then he's also like the other X-wing pilots, kind of like the. Is Finn like Dax? You think? <laughs> I don't know. Finn is just his. Own. I feel like Finn is his own thing. Yeah, and maybe Finn is definitely yeah. the maybe most singular character. Maybe that's why. But he's, I, uh, I honestly, I wish Finn had been fleshed out a little bit more. Um, I know they they tried to show his disillusionment with the First Order in yeah. the scene where they were they were killing the villagers. Yeah, but Which I is uh, very prequels. Yeah. Very prequels, and the fact that, you know, they kind of just took t- 10 seconds to talk about child slavery um, with the stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's but- that sort of Star Wars, it kind of acknowledges these dark realities mm-hmm. and but kind uh, of glosses over them. And then makes like them, a really good joke. Build up over time. Like 30 seconds later, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, Star Wars is really funny. Because <laughs> uh, this is something I should have mentioned during the non spoiler part, but like, JJ does a good job nailing that Star Wars humor and like yeah. the, the kind of what that should be. And I mean, it's like it's funny in its own right, beyond being Star Wars. Um, so I mean, it's it's good. It's it's it, there's. I I enjoyed the humor anyway. Yeah, I uh, mean, points. overall, not perfect, but uh, mm, perfect, but not passable. It's it's a like ten it, out of ten, but I've seen elevens out of ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. That, that's Fair. a good description. I uh, I'll, no, I'll, I, I don't. I don't think it's perfect, um, but I, I I do think it it really nails everything. It it, it capitalized on the franchise for sure, mm-hmm. and it, uh, it it and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And like yeah. for me, that's really like for for as much as I study film, and for much as I as as I like to talk about movies, like the the singular thing. That makes a movie great for me. Usually, is like if I see it and I can't stop thinking about it, and I want to see it again. Like, that's usually the thing, and I really do want to see this again, and I know I will. Um, yeah, and just because there's a lot to unpack. Um, oh, lore-wise, thing about the lightsabers. Uh, those are two lights. Like that lightsaber is Luke's, so it was like mm-hmm. made at a different time, or like that was technically 
Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Mm. So that is a lightsaber from like the the height of the Jedi. The height of the Jedi. So it's probably like made really well. And whereas Ren probably just put together his own lightsaber and it's kind of like that's probably why. It's because it's just kind of like bolted. It's kind of like crappy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, because the uh, yeah, as we mentioned before, the uh, the Ren's Kylo Ren's lightsaber was much more uh, seemed much more crude in a lot of ways. Yeah. But um, what do you guys think of the the lightsaber cross guard? There was a lot of talk about that after the previews. Is that it didn't really play any role? I I yeah, thought it was kind of maybe a little bit that, during that, that last one scene. shoulder. Yeah, curve. but I thought yeah. it was extraneous. I think mm. it should have just been left out. I honestly didn't. I mean, how do you feel I, about? The I think it might. Lightsaber? I think it might be. Uh, I think it might be Attack a character note on Kylo Ren, uh, overcompensating. Yeah, that's that's possible. For, well, because, because you know, as as Ray says, you know, you're afraid that you'll never be yeah. as powerful as Darth Vader. Okay, so three things. One, we didn't talk about BB-8. We all love BB-8. BB-8's great. Right? Yeah, it's okay. BB-8's Bill great. Hader and who else did BB-8? Is that them? Is that I don't Bill know. Hader is one of them. Oh wow. Um, Chewbacca was like fleshed out as a character in which this movie, I, yeah. which I loved. I adored that. And Chewbacca, that I always loved thing. Chewbacca. Also, that that I'm waiting for the fanfic between Chewbacca and that orange chick. Oh yeah, She's who like, was voiced like by uh, Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah, by the way. Oh um, Maz. Yeah, Maz. Um, that was where the Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Was. Okay. I was like unsure if she was uh, what's her name, the the stormtrooper general or, or whatever, but now she was. Maz. Oh, I want to say um, I'm totally cool with Death Star three. I mean Star Killer base. Star Killer um, base. But that shot where they you know fly in just a few feet below the surface in one channel mm-hmm. through which they shoot. Mm-hmm. I think they could have done a little bit more. On that, I think they could have had you know shit going in sideways or something. Like it didn't have to be a fifteen foot wide canyon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. I, don't... I I I think I had something else. Oh, yeah. Are we done? Is that we can no, keep, no, going. keep going? We can keep going. Oh no, my my thing, my thing is just kind of like a fun a fun last. I mean, fact, I, so I'll, I'll talk about Star later. Wars okay. until uh, until I mean, we are forced to stop. I, so. Okay, the, what we are forced to stop. <laughs> Uh, my <laughs> C-3PO is the only character who's been in all seven movies, right? I want some explanation on the red arm. Yeah. Is C-3PO a, a general? No, C-3PO is just like a uh, big boss at this point. Okay. No one got that reference. Um, if you got that reference, I love you. Uh, in Metal Gear Solid Five, Big Boss's arm is replaced with a red arm. Um... I'm sure that will be explained, or not. Who really cares? I, I think it's supposed to be explained in either one of the spinoff movies or, or in some expanded universe stuff. Well, yeah. And it, it, it... Just even the structural... The structural elements of Ray starts on the, the, the sand the sand planet where everything's shit, mm-hmm. and then eventually they, they blow up the Death Star, and someone dies, a big gold character dies at yeah. the end. Um, that... Just the, the, the the familiarness of that really makes me excited for what they're gonna do now that they've rebooted the world in a really great and faithful way. What they're gonna do with uh, with Rogue One and all the spinoffs, because that could be a really cool movie, especially because yeah. it doesn't have to follow any formula. And it can just be its own thing, well, and, and I really I, hope it is. And I, I will like say, Gary Wood is writing that, and he's great. In addition to kind of the the obvious plot carryovers from. The uh, from especially in this case in a new home, um, the the f- cinematography was very 
faithful. I thought, you know, yeah. the transitions between scenes were, I mean, right from the beginning, I noticed they were very on point with, with yeah. the original But they weren't films. the same. They were just like, they, the they should be. Was like, Ooh, that yeah. was a really good fade. Um, and it's, it's just like unique in that way. And that's, that's I think, what I loved yeah. about it the most was just the stylistically and just it's. I think, it's kind I think of that almost, gyroscopic shot of the Falcon was really in keeping with the with the still shots of Star Wars, but uh-huh. yeah, um, new and just it's 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 new, but it, it feels old in a way that that doesn't make it feel dated, and, and maybe can detract uh, with with some of the the just overall cheesiness of everything. But <laughs> but it 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 really works. Uh, it really works. That I don't know. I the yeah. more I talk about this movie, the more I like it. But I'm not actually. But but then again, we've only seen it once, and I'm not sure if it's actually any good or not. Like yeah. I don't know. It could be a Dark Knight Rises situation, but I doubt it. Um, damn. Let's see Star Wars again. I doubt. Yeah. Okay. They I really know, need I to think see. No one wants to, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think I think most people do. Most people who, I don't, who I don't we went with probably do. Yeah. Also, most people in general. I, I don't know. I really want to go home and watch Empire Strikes Back and Return of the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, definitely. Because well, I haven't seen those two specifically. I've seen A New Hope a few, a couple times in the past five years, but I haven't seen those two since like. Yeah, it definitely made me want to go back and watch all the others, but yeah. particularly the the original trilogy. Yeah, particularly the originals that didn't, that kind of were more different and didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. So, but that's it. Let's go around in a circle. Are we ready? And this? let's say. First, the character who we want to see the most of in the next two films. Okay. And second, the character who we hope dies in the next two films. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. You start then. Um, I want to see... Uh, I mean, I like Ray the most. Okay. Just because, yeah. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Who do I want to die? That's hard. Let's do a circle of likes and then a circle okay. of deaths. Okay. Who would I like to see more of? Um... No, fuck it. I want to see Smoke die or whatever his name is. Uh, That's like who? the Palpatine Supreme part two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitty Palpatine? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. is he supposed it, to be a... he's projecting way too big in that room, like... <laughs> is he, so is he supposed guy. to be a, a Sith Lord? Um, yeah. yeah, he trained Kylo. Where did... Do we know anything about him? Nope, where he came yet. from? Anything like that? No. Nope. Yeah, so uh, uh, who would I like to see more of? I would like to see more of... Uh, I, I, I guess I, I want to see more of Ray and Chewbacca together because I want to see that, yeah. that develop. Mm. I want to um, see if Ray starts becoming like Han. I, I think I think she will, and I and I think that that's going to be cool. Uh, who do I want to see die? Um, that that general, I didn't like him at all. The the first order. Oh, general. Dom, yeah, yeah Dom, I want to see him Gleason get, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see him. Um, go. That's a good answer for death. Um, I want to see more Poe. Uh, he was just genuinely like just the most charismatic and likable character. Um, Who do I and want? also looks like a seventies actor, so it really helps. With aesthetics. <laughs> He's got a good look. Uh, who do I want to see die? Um, that you haven't said already, either of you, because both of those were good answers. Um, Phasma, maybe. I don't know who the the lady stormtrooper. Oh yeah, if she's still alive, I don't think she, she, she might be dead. She might be dead. I think she's dead. is she dead? She was on the Star Killer. Who lived? Um, it's hard to say who lived at the end because the whole say. planet just was annihilated. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Lots of death. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have an answer for that. Well, that that's good. You're peaceful. No one has to die. What if What <laughs> if I also choose Poe? Okay. Like I love Poe, but he's got to die at some point. So you just want to feel the most genuine heartbreak you can. Basically, okay. I like that. All right, and with that, I think we're wrapping it up. Um, thanks for listening to all of this. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. So uh, we'll be back at some point. Bye. Bye.